0: Hi, it's Watercolor with Wendy, and it was very hot this week in the Bay Area. So I was thinking about how various conditions affect our ability to paint, such as being too hot, too cold, uh, and too tired or hungry or angry, all, all those different moods or conditions of the body that uh, affect your work in one way or another. And I did realize some years ago that when I am painting, when I'm really sleepy and tired because I didn't get a good night's sleep or it's the end of a long day, sometimes my painting improved. And I thought about probably that's because it's turning off a certain function of my brain that was interfering. Because I guess when you're really tired, you're functioning on fewer brain cells and, um, some of the brain cells that leave us are overthinking. So like you're trying to multitask while you're doing something, you're thinking ahead or you're you're reflecting on something that just happened. Well, when you're really tired, you kind of just get through the day. And for some reason that can help me paint better because it eliminates the, um, the past and the future thinking, and thinking in general, and and I'm pretty much more in the moment of being with the materials, and so I'm reacting more uh, directly to the subject matter and the materials. So further, uh, I've studied and learned about in the past about the effect of different kinds of drugs. Now, this could include just plain old caffeine, and I know sometimes, um, at least I have used caffeine to eke out more time when I'm getting tired and I want to finish something, I will add caffeine to the mix so that I can finish something or keep on my roll without getting too tired. And that doesn't always have the greatest effect on my art because I get a little irritable and make more mistakes. Now, sometimes instead of making mistakes it makes you kind of oh whatever and you get very bold and try something new and then oh that can be a good thing because i i I don't care if i ruin this painting i'm just gonna do it this way and then you look back and you go wow i got brave because i was mad (laughs) i was mad at the painting i suppose and that that helps me move forward too so uh of course Artists over time have uh, tried using alcohol and drugs for as musicians or as painters, or I don't think it works so well with dance, but uh, different art forms thinking that it will enhance creativity. Now, studies have shown that while drugs like LSD or marijuana can increase your ability to think creatively it doesn't seem to help us perform any better creatively. So you can't really have an LSD trip and then translate that into a work of art. But it may it may enhance your way of looking at the world and then when you're sober again, you can also um, use that expanded consciousness to look at the world in a new way. And then, then you've got your wits about you and you can actually uh, translate that into paint and shapes, and following some of the rules of, of visual arrangement and contrasts and so on to create an entity of work of art. So I think there's a, the, the new studies on how to use various psychedelics in different ways can be helpful, and I think those micro-doses can reduce anxiety. And I don't think anxiety is helpful in making art. I think you need to be relaxed and awake. So there's, there's that combination of alert and in, at peace, which is a wonderful state. It's very, very enjoyable. And that's the state we want to be in. So anything you can do to reduce anxiety will help you paint. Not, not to the point where you're comatose, but reducing anxiety and Could be done, of course, with tranquilizers, but also exercise and um, good food and so on and good night's sleep usually uh, can help you do better, perform better in your art. On the other hand, uh, I find there's many different stages of creating art and sometimes altered states of mind, we'll call it with either alcohol or which I don't drink, but for others, maybe um, relaxing and caffeine and um, even pain relievers. I don't mean oxycodone, but I mean Something to alleviate your arthritis so that you can move your arm a little better, can affect your painting process. And I I like to experiment with these different stages because uh, I'm very interested in the, the different types of tasks that you need to perform to create work of art and the different needs for those different states of mind. So when you're in the early stages of planning a painting or a series of painting or trying to think about what to paint, then you want to be in a, a physically good state of mind where you're very relaxed and feel very open. So you wouldn't want to be really hungry, for example or having just ate too much food you want to be light on your feet and that stage is important whereas the uh, third stage of creativity after after you're brainstorming and collecting ideas um, maybe you do want to be in a even um, unsober state of mind because it turns off the active process of creating and lets that take place in another part of your brain that's unconscious so if you it's kind of like turning off your off your brain to being obsessively working on a project because you need that stage to get insight and to have your your epiphanies about what you want to do so think about experimenting with different states of mind different states of body and uh, how that applies to observe the how that applies to your performance as how you're painting and I, I'm open to a lot of different ways of of using uh, alternations of your body and your mind to enhance your, your process of creativity, with the goal being the ideal state is to be in a heightened state of awareness and relaxed at the same time, not anxious. That is the best state to be in for creativity. So just some thoughts on uh, opening your mind to the effects of your external and um, bodily states of mind and body and how that will enhance or deter your creativity in, in creating works of art. That's it for today.